everyone and welcome to another episode of Upress Play News. My name's Natalia, I'm a staff writer. My name's Nadia and I'm a contributor. My name's Michael, I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. There are nine active COVID cases at the university as of December 5th. Seven are students and two are employees. 498 people have tested positive for COVID-19 during the fall 2021 semester. Nearly 90% of them are on the Boca Raton campus. Florida is faring well against the coronavirus overall. CDC numbers show that Florida has the lowest per capita COVID rates in the nation and one of the lowest test positivity rates in the nation. 62% of the state's residents are currently vaccinated. To find out more, go to upressonline.com and read the COVID updates. For the first time in over two months, the United States is averaging more than 100,000 COVID cases per day. The seven-day moving average of new cases was 121,437 as of Saturday, December 4th, according to data from John Hopkins University. Prior to this week, the U.S. last topped the 100,000 cases a day mark in early October. Deaths have also risen to a rate not seen in over a month. The vast majority of cases are still Delta variant infections, but the new Omicron variant has been detected in at least 16 states as of December 4th, according to CNN. The Omicron variant has alarmed officials because it carries many mutations and it's not known how contagious it is or if it can withstand current vaccines. Scientists are working to find out the severity and transmissibility of Omicron, but the work could take several weeks. More than 59,000 Americans are hospitalized with COVID-19, according to data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hospitalizations have also been on the rise for more than three weeks. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden, said that it's okay to travel during the holidays as long as you are vaccinated and boosted. For international travelers, proof of a negative COVID-19 test within one day of departure for the U.S. will be required as of Monday, December 6th, the Biden administration announced on Thursday, December 2nd. Previously, a test could be taken up to three days before entering the country, according to CNN. The United States and 20 other countries issued a joint statement on Saturday, December 4th, expressing their concern over extrajudicial killings and disappearances of former members of Afghanistan's former security forces. A report was released by Human Rights Watch on November 30th, alleging that more than 100 former Afghan security forces had been killed or forcibly disappeared since the Taliban took over Afghanistan in the summer. In their statement, the U.S. and the other countries stated that the alleged actions, quote, constitute serious human rights abuses and contradict the Taliban's announced amnesty. We call on the Taliban to effectively enforce the amnesty for former members of the Afghan security forces and former government officials to ensure that it is upheld across the country and throughout their ranks. End quote. The statement said that those accountable must be held accountable and the countries will be watching the Taliban and watching its actions. Germany, Japan and the United Kingdom were some of the nations that joined the United States in putting out the statement, according to CNN. CNN has fired Chris Cuomo as of Saturday, December 4th, after an outside law firm recruited to review information about exactly how Cuomo had aided his brother, the former New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, when the former governor was accused of sexual harassment. According to CNN, Cuomo was suspended by CNN indefinitely on Tuesday, November 30th. The producers and staff who work on the Cuomo primetime airing will remain in place with Michael Schmerkunos, the regular substitute for Cuomo, in the 9 p.m. Eastern hour for the next week. In a Twitter post from Cuomo from Saturday, December 4th, he noted that this was not how he wanted his time at CNN to end, but mentioned he had already told why and how he helped his brother. He said, quote, so let me say, as disappointing as this is, I could not be more proud of the team at Cuomo Primetime and the work we did as CNN's number one show in the most competitive time slot. I owe them all and will miss that group of special people who did really important work, end quote. The parents of 15-year-old Michigan high school shooter Ethan Crumley are being held on a $500,000 each bail as of Saturday, December 4th. 
Their son is being charged as an adult with murder, terrorism, and other charges. James and Jennifer Crumley are both being charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter and will receive GPS monitoring if they pay to be released. According to the AP News, Judge Julie Nicholson agrees with prosecutors that the pair pose a flight risk since they were initially caught hiding in a commercial building upon their arrest on December 3rd. The Crumleys bought their son a gun on Black Friday and according to the AP News, made it available to him. According to AP News, Ethan was found searching for ammunition on his phone a day before the shooting at school. His mother was contacted by the school and texted her son, quote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught, end quote, according to the prosecutor. On the day of the shooting, Ethan's teacher found multiple graphic photos and messages on his desk. One read, quote, blood everywhere, end quote, with a drawing of a bullet underneath. The school held a meeting with Ethan and his parents, and according to AP News, they were told to get him counseling within 48 hours. According to Oxford Community Schools Superintendent Tim Throne, Ethan had no prior disciplinary infractions, so the decision was made that he would remain in school. They failed to notify school officials or ask their son about the recently purchased gun and did not check his backpack, according to AP News. This resulted in his return to class and the shooting occurring. The investigation is still ongoing. The United States and Japan cannot stand by if China decides to attack Taiwan, and Beijing needs to understand this, the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe said on Wednesday, December 1st. According to CNN, Japan is a host to major U.S. military bases, which include the island of Okinawa, a short flight from Taiwan, which would be crucial for any support from the U.S. during an attack from China. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said in November that the United States and allies would take action if China were to use force in order to alter the status quo over Taiwan. In past U Press Play news recordings, we have discussed the tension that are rising as China's President Xi Jinping seeks to declare sovereignty claims against a democratically ruled island. Abe has said that an armed invasion of Taiwan would be a, quote, grave danger to Japan, end quote. The United States is bound by law to provide Taiwan with the means to defend itself, but there is vagueness about whether the U.S. would send forces to help Taiwan in a war with China. After an anime convention in Manhattan, New York City, a fully vaccinated man from Minnesota tested positive for the Omicron variant of COVID-19. The man attended the event from November 19th to November 21st. According to the New York Post, the man told New York health officials that out of his 30 friends he attended the event with, 15 tested positive for coronavirus. According to the New York governor, Kathy Hochul, three more cases of the Omicron variant were detected in New York, bringing the total to eight. None of the cases are said to be related to the anime convention, according to the New York Post. Additionally, as of December 4th, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Washington State also detected their first case of the Omicron variant. According to the state health commissioner, the Omicron variant is here, and as anticipated, we are seeing the beginning of community spread. The variant has also been detected in 10 other states listed by the AP News. The United States has joined with international allies in imposing new sanctions on Belarus in response to the migrant crisis that is happening on the border with Poland. This also includes the political repression and ongoing human rights violations committed by Alexander Yushikano's regime. Lushikano is the longtime strongman leader of Belarus. According to CNN, the United States, United Kingdom, European Union, and Canada have taken coordinated action against a number of Belarusian entities and individuals as a way to put pressure on Lushikano, who has been accused of using, quote, 
innocent migrants as a political weapon, as an effort at destabilization, end quote. The new sanctions come as tension between Moscow, the strongest back of Luchikano, as the Russian president Vladimir Putin amasses troops on the border with Ukraine. On Saturday, December 4th, a volcano erupted in Lumajang, Indonesia, killing at least 14 people and leaving over a thousand displaced. Five of the victims have yet to be identified, and nine other people are still missing, according to Indonesia's National Board for Disaster Management, or BNBP. A statement released by BNBP on December 5th said that the eruption wounded 56 others with 35 people in serious condition. NBC News stated that the eruption came from the highest volcano on Indonesia's most densely populated island of Java. In a press conference quoted by CNN, Inda Amperwai, deputy head of Lumajang district, stated that the emergency services had been unable to reach several villages, quote, due to roads being blocked by mud and fallen trees, end quote. On December 5th, according to CNN, the Indonesian government said it is now preparing a relocation process for those who lost their homes as a result of the eruption. They also stated that in the next six months, the BNBP will provide them with financial aid before the government can relocate them. And this has been your U Press Play News of the Week.